Have you ever wondered what's going on in the crypto world right now? Well, you're in the right place because we've got another crypto current for you right here, right now on The Cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. We've got another crypto current for you. Um, we got some exciting things and some maybe less exciting events that are going on right now. But, uh, well, I've got Crypto Corey with me, of course. He's always here. Hey, good to be here. Um, great to have you. So let's jump right in. Uh, first things first, this, uh, this is something that's really intriguing to me. Uh, we've got some cryptocurrency executives meeting with... Um, Meeting with Congress? What's going on with that? Yeah, imagine that. Imagine Congress calling in some uh, cryptocurrency executives to ask them some questions. Well, it's because we mentioned it in our podcast a couple of episodes That's right. ago. So they're listening. They're listening. They, we might even have eight listeners now. Yeah. So this is this is actually a, a really uh, a positive thing. Uh, it went better than than most people uh, expected it to go. They had several executives uh, from different uh, cryptocurrency companies. In particular, the big ones were uh, Coinbase, FTX, and Circle. Their CEOs met with I think the House Banking Committee. Uh, don't hold me to that, but I'm pretty certain that's that's what it was. And they asked them a lot of uh, really interesting questions and. And they were able to give some good answers and really talk about uh, cryptocurrency and innovation and and regulation. Um, one of the one of the snippets that I saw was was one of the the committee members uh, taking uh, Coinbase to task over over fees and was asking, you know, you, you know, do you think your fees are fair? And you know, I I think that's an interesting question because it's a free market. Uh, Coinbase isn't the only exchange out there. There are a lot of other exchanges. They all, some of them charge a little bit more, some of them charge a little bit less. And you know, I think in a in an economy where a company needs to earn a profit, I don't see that as a as a as a big deal. But I think it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. You know, questions like that make me a little nervous because when the government comes in and starts saying, "Hey, you can only charge this much" or "You can only do that," it tends to stifle creativity because if you take the money out of it, then there's not a reason for something. There's not a lot to, of incentive. Yeah, there's no incentive to to evolve. So or innovate. Uh, or, or innovate. So I, that, that worries me a little bit. But other than that, I, I thought their questions were, were reasonable. I thought the executives did a good job speaking to Congress. And so I, I hope good things come out of it. Okay. Um, yeah, that is really interesting. And I'm, I'm with you. I, I do hope good things come out of this too. And I think it's just another sign that really shows I mean, a lot of people. I, I talk to people every once in a while about, about cryptocurrency. And they're always like, oh, I just don't really it's just internet money that's fake and whatever. But I think we get, we're starting to see that this is yeah, with something the, real and there's actual value in it. And it's, it's here to stay. Yeah. There's something there when your government uh, pays attention to it and starts trying to regulate it. Exactly. Um, speaking of regulation, uh, India is trying to do some regulations of their own. Uh, what's going on with that? Yeah. So uh, they have a bill in their parliament that would ban the use of cryptocurrency as payments. And it's really interesting because the language is something along the lines of you can be arrested without a warrant, you can be held without bond, and it's punishable by a jail sentence of up to one year. So it'll be interesting to see if that bill uh, goes anywhere. I personally don't think it will. I just don't think that you're going to... there. 
uh, India did crack down a little bit on cryptocurrency in general. Um, there were some conflicting statements that came out of, of the government, some part of the government. I think even their um, their their version of the Supreme Court uh, said that it was okay to own cryptocurrency. And then you had others coming out and saying, no, we need to ban it. I think that they're doing a little bit of an about face in general, uh, realizing that, hey, this is something that's growing throughout the world and is something that might, you know, we don't want to stifle uh, in our country because it, it, it could help us economically. But then you have other factions of the government who are saying, like, no, this is going to compete with our with our currency. And so they're fearful of it and, and they want to ban it. So it'll be interesting to see which voices in the parliament uh, win, uh, those who are, are more for a freer economy or those who want to want to clamp down. Yeah. Well, and I think that goes to show, you know, if they're afraid of it, it really goes to show that there is something there. There is value there. If, if they're afraid that it's going to, you know, overtake their own currency, it shows that that's a... Yeah. It's, it's something that it's a potential thing that's going to happen or... We believe that it will happen. Maybe, uh, maybe not to the extent that it overturns the entire currency of, of a major nation, but there's definitely value there. Is what I'm trying to get at. There is, there is definitely value there. Again, governments don't worry about something if it doesn't have any value. The only way that a cryptocurrency is a threat to their currency is if their currency is managed poorly, if it's inflated, and if their fiscal policy is poor. Then, then they will lose to to a cryptocurrency that has a better, uh, better economic fundamental. So, one question I have um, with this: Would it? So, it's illegal to, or if this bill theoretically passes, it's illegal to buy stuff. But could you still like invest in it? Maybe. Yeah. So, I, I, if I, if I understand correctly, and I'm not a an expert in the in the legalities of of how India economics operate. But if, if what I've read is correct, it is it's legal to own. It would just be illegal to use it as a payment. So as a store of value, uh, you you could have it. Uh, but if you then try to go buy a gallon of milk with it or or some really nice curry, uh, you're gonna you're gonna get held. Some, I mean, that I would pay for some really nice curry with. So Bitcoin. so would I. Um, I and I think did, didn't didn't your good buddy Garrett send you something about the government uh, wallets? I think the government wanted everyone to use the government wallet. And that's a that's another way that a government could come in and, and regulate a cryptocurrency. Because if if they force you to use a government wallet, um, it would allow you to own it and then maybe transact with it. But then the government could come in and seize it because they would be the, they would ultimately own the keys to your cryptocurrency. And so you really wouldn't have it in, in your own custody. Uh, it would really be in the custody of, of the government. Even though you could spend it and move it, um, they would still be able to come into your wallet and and just take it from you. Well, and that kind of de- defeats the whole point of decentralized currency, wouldn't it? Um, n- yes and no. It, it, it defeats the freedom side of it, but it doesn't defeat the value side of it. Um, you know, just like you can save money now. And if the IRS decides that you're a, a drug dealer, uh, they can pretty much come in and seize all the money out of your account. And then you've got to fight to, to get it back to prove that you're not a drug dealer. So in some ways, the way that the government acts, uh, even in the United States is you're, you're guilty until, until proven innocent. Um, you know, if you try to travel around with, with over $10,000 cash, uh, you, you could be considered that they can confiscate it. And they're, they're assuming that you're, uh, you know, you're going to do something nefarious with all that, with all that cash. Mm. 
So, but that doesn't make cash completely worthless. So I think the same thing would be true just because they don't have total control over it still does not mean that it wouldn't be a good investment or store of value. Okay. So we'll have to wait and see. I I personally don't think the bill will pass, but I you know who am I? I no. I don't know. It it might might. Well, we'll stay tuned for another cryptocurrency in the future when this bill does or does not pass. We'll cover it. Yeah, if it doesn't pass, we probably won't talk about it, but if it does, That's we'll, fair. we'll probably That's bring fair. it back up. Uh, maybe we'll just mention it in passing. Um but speaking of investing, what's up with the markets? Uh currently, if you any of you if, if any of our listeners have any money invested in cryptocurrency they you'll probably know what i'm talking about if you're listening to this episode when it comes out if you're listening to it in a yeah, year then fear it might not be. and panic there's a lot of people really worried like hey is this this cryptocurrency going to zero are things crashing so we've experienced a a, a pretty i wouldn't call it severe but uh but a decent pullback i think bitcoin was trying to make its way back up over uh, 59,000 it kept running into resistance at around 59,000 60,000 and just couldn't get past it and then pretty much uh dumped all the way down to i think it's uh, 47,000 uh tonight last time but it, it checked was like 51 but Still, oh no nope it's it's somewhere it lower around, than that? yeah it's lower than that it's around forty seven thousand tonight but it dropped as low as forty two thousand um and then it then it kind of came back and looked like it was trying to get it got up a little bit above fifty thousand uh, it might have even got to fifty one but it just couldn't hold it and so it's pulled back and it's down around forty seven uh given the way that it's acting I would expect it to pull down probably to the forty four thousand or forty three thousand mark before we see it uh, pick up any strength so to those of you who are worried or maybe wondering what's going on? This is not uh, unnormal. This is very normal, even in a in a bull run. If you go back and look at history, you'll see that Bitcoin will go on a pretty good run, and then it will will collapse, and then it will. Is that is that just from people? It gets high. People are like I'm going to cash out. Is that? Um, I think that there's part of that. There's also manipulation. Okay. Uh, you know, if, if we, one of the things that we, you have to understand is particularly if you're going to try to do anything with leverage, which I would, which I would leverage. What do you mean by leverage? Where you go in and you actually borrow money to invest in Bitcoin. Okay. Okay. Where you borrow money from an exchange. Uh, and then if your, if your position starts to slide, they'll, they'll do what they call a liquidation and you'll pretty much lose everything. So I would advise, uh, if you don't know what you're doing to definitely not trade with leverage. You, there's nothing you have lost nothing if you buy bitcoin at $59,000 and it goes to 44,000. You've lost nothing. Now you might think what are you talking about? I've lost $15,000. No, you haven't. You've only lost the that money on paper. You don't make it permanent until you sell that bitcoin. So if you're if you're scared and you really want to get out because you just can't handle it. Maybe it's, you know, your nerves are too much or you need the money to do something. Then, you know, go ahead and sell. But my advice has always been don't put in money that you need anytime soon. Put in money that you can afford to lose because this is risky. The government could ban it all tomorrow. Like in, they're trying to do in India. Yeah, like they're trying to do. Well, yeah, like they're trying to do in India or what, like they did in China. The mm-hmm. government could come out and ban it all tomorrow and every dollar that you've got tied up in there might become worthless. Now, I think the government would have be hard uh, for the government to actually ban Bitcoin, but that's another. in the United States. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole other topic. But you're, you're putting money at risk. If you need it in the next two years, do, do not put it into cryptocurrency. Now, I'm not giving you financial advice. We don't give financial advice. 
I'm just talking about what I would do if I were in your shoes. So you haven't lost anything. I, I, I still believe in the stock to flow model. It said that Bitcoin will hit a hundred grand before the end of the year. I don't think we'll actually see that, but I think that the model will, will still hold up. Uh, just because it doesn't hit its target by the end of the year doesn't mean that it's completely off. Um, if it hits it next quarter, uh, you know, Q1 of, of 2022, I think the stock to flow model will still be validated. Um, but it is starting to slip a little bit. And there are people concerned that, that we may not see that hundred K mark. Um, I still think cryptocurrency is here to stay. I think Bitcoin is the best asset uh, that, that you can purchase in terms of risk to reward. The lowest risk, very good reward. Um, so, you know, if, if you're worried, uh, we've been through this before. We've seen it go up. It comes down. It goes up. It comes down. But over a period of years, you will always be up, uh, particularly with Bitcoin. And... and- the way I like to think about it, because when I, when I see my, it is kind of stressful uh, to see your, the value of your accounts going down. I just try to think of it as a sale. So it's going down, the value's still there, but it's just, it's on sale. So I'll try to, if I, ha- if I can afford it, I'll try to buy a little bit more. Yeah. So, so over the last couple of weeks, I've actually entered into uh, larger positions into, into both Bitcoin and Ethereum and a few handpicked uh, altcoins. Uh, so it, it was a good, you know, it was a good buying time for me, but I'm, but I've been doing this for a while. I don't need the money tomorrow. I can let it ride for five years. I can let it ride for 10 years if, if I needed to. Um, you know, I don't, I don't live off of any of my, my cryptocurrency proceeds. So, you know, for it to go down, I look at it as a gift and, and I was able to purchase more. Yep. Um, all right. Well, that's all the questions I have. Do you have anything else you want to cover about India? No nope. executives or stock to flow model. All no, right. just, uh, you know, I still, still believe in the stock to flow model. Um, I, I don't, I guess I do have something to say. I don't want people to, to, to take my words out of context. I am not telling you to go in and, and, and buy this dip. Uh, I do think Bitcoin is going to go down a little bit more. I do think we will see, you know, 44, 43,000. Uh, and I don't think that we'll see strength in Bitcoin until it, it breaks 53,000 and holds above it for a little while. So, you know, if you can't stomach it, maybe wait till Bitcoin's above 53,000. Uh, if you like a little bit of risk and a little bit of adventure and excitement, then, you know, maybe start buying and buy it all the way down to 42, 43 and, and see what happens. And that's it. Well, there you go. Um, that's all we've got today for you on this cryptocurrent. Um, if you've got a little bit of money that you can afford to lose, maybe uh, take uh, advantage of the sale that's going on right now. But other than that, make sure to do your own research and most importantly, make sure to stay cryptic. Cryptic.